Hear that? Believe it or not, summer is just around the corner. Luckily, Armorall, America's most trusted auto appearance brand, has what your car needs to get that perfect summer shine. Plus, now through May 31st, we'll give you $5 for every 20 you spend on Armorall products. That means car wash pods, protectant, tire shine, you name it. Find out how to get your $5 rebate at armorall.com. Armorall, less work, more clean. Terms apply. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It felt realistic because it didn't feel fun. I'll tell you that. Welcome back to Xbox Game Passengers. This is the show where each episode, myself and a guest will break down and chat about one game available on Microsoft's Game Pass service, which was chosen for us completely at random. Whether it's a magical or horrible experience, we'll force ourselves through it, share our thoughts, and let you know whether or not it's worth your time. At the end of the show, we'll randomly pick a game for the next episode, too. Last week, my guest Michaela and I suffered through Disneyland Adventures, and she's back this week. Hi! I wouldn't say suffered. I would say we played it uh, begrudgingly. Is that the right word? I don't think so. Yeah, I mean, I enjoyed some of it, so it's hard to say suffered. You've definitely talked about it since we recorded that episode. Yeah. Uh, Go on. (laughs) Anyways, as much as she wanted to continue playing Disneyland Adventures after we didn't have to play it anymore. But I haven't because I'm an adult. (laughs) At the end of the last episode, uh, you know, we randomly selected the game for this episode, which is turned out to be MotoGP 2017, which is a several years old motorcycle racing game. Um, yeah. Did it come out in 2016? No, I think it actually did come out in 2017. Wow. They so do not by several, know how I meant two naming and numbers a half. Two. No, just two. Uh, I was super stoked about that game. And how do you feel about it now that you play it? You'll find out shortly. Can I tell you what it's about first? Yeah. I'm going to read it directly from their description of it. So prepare yourselves. Oh, that's actually how it starts. Prepare yourself for the adrenaline of the 2017 MotoGP TM. Enjoy maximum entertainment with all the bikes, teams, and tracks of the official championship. Try the new managerial career mode and put yourself in the shoes of a team manager, trying to make the right choices both on and off the track. Play online against the best players or join forces with your most skilled friend. Get on the track and start your race to victory in the new cooperative mode. So that's what we were going into. It was, and it was quite an experience. I, I just remember last episode complaining about being handheld through Disneyland Adventures to the point where there's literally a golden line that shows you exactly where you need to go to get to your next objective. That was probably one of the easiest games that I played. And then we were thrown into the complete opposite. And I think MotoGP 17 might be one of the hardest games that I've ever played. 
How oh was your, goodness. tell me about your, tell me about how you, uh, one of the, so there's only a couple of rules to this podcast really. And that's, uh, we don't discuss the games at all before we come on the show. So Michaela's hearing this from me for the first time and I'm hearing her opinion for the first time as well. How was your how how did your races go? So, if anybody listened to our last episode, you'll know that I somewhat enjoyed the hand holding aspect because I am not a professional at video gaming. And then when we got this one in our randomizing thing, I was kind of stoked about it because I love a good racing game, mostly Mario Kart, but that's okay. Um, there's mo- there's motorbikes in that too now. Was there not always? No. Oh. I mean, I don't really care about motorbikes no. in particular, although I would like to try riding one in real life, but I think you need to know how to ride a bike for that. So, you know, we'll see how it goes. Anyways, I was excited about the prospect of this, but then, oh my God, it's so hard. <laughs> like, I basically could not play it. It was <laughs> fucking awful. <laughs> and it, like, initially when we started playing it, or no, because we didn't play it together, you started it first, yeah. and then I like came home from work one day or something, and you were like, it was like a day in, and you were like, okay, I'm ready to record whenever you are. And I was like, that is not fair. You have to play so many more hours of this, blah, blah, blah. And then I like literally sat down and played for one hour and was like, this is awful. How do I get out of this? Can we just record right now? I never want to play this game again. Sorry, I think that was a spoiler. Just so you know, I didn't like it. <laughs> um, and it was I. So starting the game up for the first time, I was. It was actually kind of cool because it's there's a lot of content here. Like the game has, of course, I don't know anything about Moto, Moto GP, and so I don't know how, if this is a lot or not. But there are over 186 riders that you can pick from in the game. 186 riders, That's like a that lot. is. Wait, so is this when you're designing your character? No, because in like quick races and stuff, I think you just choose riders. Oh, okay. And and so there's a lot of them. And I mean, it must be pretty like when you're actually on the track in a race, it's they're just wearing like a suit and a helmet. So I don't know that they actually, aside from maybe the designs of the clothing and the number that they wear or whatnot, like do they really need to design much in terms of the uh, characters? Yes. Okay. Because I was like, oh, you get to design a character. Okay, I'll do that first. And then I went in and you like choose your boots and you choose your helmet and you choose your colors. You don't get to choose the color of your suit, which I didn't understand. But then in the first race I was in, it was a different color than it had been when I was choosing my thing. So I think that changes depending on what race you're in, maybe. Um, But you do get to choose things. And then based on the character that you choose, like you don't get to change their hair or anything, which I didn't like. You see, you see their hair so much. Well, it shows us they're like graphic card or whatever like they're uh, when you're going into a race it shows their face so that didn't really get to be customized that part was kind of (laughs) disappointing um so yeah like 186 riders more than 60 bikes it seemed like there was a lot of tracks as well Mm -hmm. um it's i don't know though it's so hard like i and it's I, i thinking about it i think it's such a weird it's a weird choice for game pass i think as well because i think that it's such a like a niche niche you i mean however you want to pronounce it it's a it's such a like a like concept like 
it's not like a this racing game is for everyone like a mario kart or a sonic racing or like a forza horizon 4 where it's like real cars and a real environment or uh, it's just i feel like it's kind of like a forza horizon but i don't know if i thought that because well actually the first race i went into i literally wrote down oh wow this is just like forza because it has the same mechanism where it shows you yeah it kind of has like to turn the best line for you to take but I, i mean in terms of like accessibility like not having not knowing anything about racing cars i can jump into forza horizon 4 and have fun and compete and everything like that whereas this this is such a it's an odd game i think it's an odd choice for game pass because i think if you are a gamer and you're into moto gp you're probably playing it like you're probably playing them as they come out and moto gp 19 is out at this point um and if you're you know if you're not a gamer but into moto gp and hey your kid has game pass on their xbox let's try this game about this thing that i love you're not even getting through a single track before you quit forever um and if you're you know and if you're a gamer that doesn't know about moto gp but is like hey it might be fun to race motorcycles you're again, wrong again yeah you're wrong it's not fun it is <laughs> you are quitting before you get that past that first track it warms my heart so much that you had the same experience as me because i was like well he's gonna have so much to say and i'm just gonna be a negative nancy <laughs> who can't keep a fucking bike upright you Ugh. well and I learned very quickly that I don't know anything about motorcycles or how they work and that Mario Kart is not realistic at all. Um, but <laughs> you do need no, to, not. like, one of the things that I learned very quickly, so if you, these are very tight corners, and if you are, if you do not let go of the gas all the way when, when you're hitting that brake, the back of the bike slides out from under you, uh, and that's how you fall off. So you have to, like, let go of the gas completely and just brake. Um, the one time that I sucked the least... I was just like tapping the trigger button over and over again whenever I was in a corner, but also hitting what I thought was the brake button, but nothing ever actually told me what any of the (laughs) buttons did. And it's interesting because like when I, when the game was first loading, there was like all these screens of writing and I was like, this writing is too small. I'm not going to sit here for 45 minutes and read this writing. And then I was like, no, you always just hit okay and don't read things. You have to read it. And so I read it and it had nothing to do with how to play the game or anything. And then I literally searched the game as much as I could and could not find anywhere where it would explain which buttons to hit to do things. Like you just had to jump into it and hope that you could figure it out. And I made the choice to go into career mode first so that I could design my character, obviously. (laughs) And then I did my first race and I was like, oh, silly Michaela, why did you make the choice to go into career mode? You should go into like the quick race mode so that you can learn how to do it first. But it was exactly the fucking same. There was no guidance on how to play this game. And even like, I feel like we were also playing the easiest version of this game because there are kind of like in Forza, like you mentioned, there are a lot of like riders aids that you can turn on um, that just make the game harder or easier, depending on which ones you turn on and which ones you turn off. I was quite thankful for this, but like it gets to the point where you're manually selecting gears. You have to manually tuck in like your body when you are going over like the or turning into the really heavy turns where you're leaning very hard. You can turn the like line that shows you the best course of action to take. You can turn that on or off. All of them essentially like the harder you make it for yourself, you earn more reputation um, as you complete races, which I never really figured out what it did because I never got in a good enough position that I earned any reputation. Did you get in a 
position that was not dead last? Yeah, so oh, my wow. first race, so I, I started with, I did like one quick race or a couple of quick races. Um, first race, there's like 23 racers, I think. And after the first turn, I was dead last and didn't see anybody else the entire time. Me too. Like uh, literally I was driving by myself and I was like, this is how Derek <laughs> must feel when we play Mario Kart. <laughs> Um, but the opposite because but I'm not the opposite because yeah. I was at yeah. the back. Yeah. Um, the next race I played, I came in 25th, and I just think that the guy behind me must have been truly terrible because half of the race I was on the grass and not on the track at all. Um, and then on the third race, I t- learned I think the two most important parts about how motorcycle racing works, and that's that you're supposed to crash into people when they're close to you so that they fall, uh, and they fall way behind because of that. And you're also encouraged to cut across the corners to make your route shorter than other racers. So I think the third race I actually came in like 15th, and it's because like every single corner I could take, I would go into it too fast. And just hit people. So they fell off. Somehow I wouldn't fall off. Um, and then any opportunity that I had as well, I would just cut directly across a corner and wasn't penalized at all for that. Like, it just seemed like the track didn't actually, like, like in Forza, for instance, there are flags that you have to get through the center of. And if you go outside of that, you you basically fail until you go back because you can kind of rewind. Right. And you have to go back and get through those flags. But this didn't have anything like that. It just seemed like I could just cut huge portions of the, not huge portions, but portions of the track. I could just drive, uh, cut the corner, drive across the grass, and it didn't seem to penalize me at all for doing so. So did you ever drive on what I assume was gravel, the like white stuff on the side of the track? Oh, yeah. For any amount of yeah. time? Because if you drove on that for any amount of time, it like bucked you off. You like had I never act- got that. I Every could just single fully time drive I hit it, it, I crashed. So I think you could only be on it for a certain amount of time. No, I feel like I was at on a certain it. speed or something. I feel like I would. I don't. I don't know that I really fell off. Like I would be driving straight, not changing anything, and nothing would be changing. And I'd be like, "Sweet, at least I'm driving straight." And then it would be like, "Oh, you crashed now." Mm-hmm. So okay. it did seem like it seemed. It seemed very realistic. I don't. We can't say that. We don't know anything. Well, about I just motorbikes. mean in terms of no, like it felt realistic because it didn't feel fucking fun. I'll tell you that. Are motorbikes not fun? I thought they were fun. They seem fun in real life. Well, I mean, like uh, in terms of a game, it was not fun. So is it not fun because they are trying to <laughs> be so realistic suck. and you don't know what's happening? But I mean, there's also like just the amount of things that you did have control of. Like you could customize so much stuff. And even on totally. like the in the dis, like the heads up display while you're racing, it shows like the temperature of your tires, which matter, and um, a number of other things that that it had information there for. I think this is a game that is made for people who actually ride and do motorcycle. It felt like a simulation, things. like it yeah. felt yeah. Because when I like I was trying so hard to go through the menu systems to find where the fuck you make it easier. And the only thing that I could find was you went into this, like when you were in the garage with your like maintenance buddy about to start a race, there was some menu options. Yeah. I didn't know what any of it meant though. Well, that's the thing. I went in and it was like, what's the issue you're having? And then I chose like, I don't um, know how to play. (laughs) No, (laughs) (laughs) it was like, um, oh my gosh, I can't remember the wording now, but it was like, I'm I'm bailing on the corners mm. like every corner I go into um I'm taking the corners too fast or something about corners and um 
And then so I chose that and then it had a drop down menu for the next thing. And it was like, is it are you falling when you go into the corner or when you come out of the corner? And I was like, oh, when I go into the corner and then it goes down to the next thing and it's like, okay, go in and change this particular like not a setting in the game it was like you want to lower your bike this much and put the tire at this angle blah 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 and it was like telling me how to do motorcycle maintenance to make my bike work more with my riding style and then it had the option to just like auto fix that for you and i was like yes because i don't (laughs) understand half of these words but like that is very specific to people needing to understand like what it is that you're doing and that is not something that i have nor did i see anywhere in the game where i could learn those things Mm, yeah because i could understand if that was how you like how the mechanics worked if it slowly showed you how to do yeah, that. Yeah, that's true. But it didn't. That's true. It didn't. It no, there was no guidance. There was no yeah. guidance over. And I, I don't know why I keep going back to Forza because the game itself didn't really feel anything like it. But it's because those lines, those lines <laughs> tricked you into thinking it the, was Forza. Like the Forza Horizon games have that very much as well, where you can go, like you can just change the way the car looks, but you can also go in and adjust every single thing, like mm-hmm. like brakes and like how tight the suspension is and what type of tires you're using and so many, so many more parts. And, um, but it's also kind of similar in that, like you don't have to touch any of it in your car is totally fine, but if you want to tune it into a specific way, you can, but it also doesn't seem to have much in terms of learning that it's just, you, you either know it and you understand it and you can go and make those adjustments or you go into the menu once and are overwhelmed and you leave and you never go back into it. But I feel like with Forza, like it's easy enough to, tailor it settings wise for the game like for the controller or whatever that you could learn how to be good at racing in that oh yeah yeah and then as you get more invested in being good at racing because you're already good at it and you're building your career and blah 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 like as you go along you're probably going to look things up and you're going to become more familiar with things and you'll become part of a community of people who are also playing it and da 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 like i feel like this cuts you off at the past so you don't Mm -hmm. even get the chance to get invested because you just want (laughs) to escape it because it's so hard yeah yeah um, you mentioned something about like angle of something earlier, like when you were turning, yeah. one of the things that I felt like was super annoying as well is that I just feel like there was no subtle angle. Like, like if you're it was full turn or no turn, no, like it wasn't that harsh, but <laughs> maybe for you, I mean, like you're hyperbolizing a bit, but it felt like, like you, if you're on a straight stretch and if I want to just adjust slightly because just a better position or get, you know, get on the blue line, it just felt like it was way too like if i just tap the stick just slightly it was way too big of an adjustment like there wasn't it's like there's a huge dead zone before it like actually activates or something like that it's like you're playing with one of those and old n64 controllers where you just gotta like knock the whole thing and that's why we don't play with those your n64 controllers is because that well maybe we should because maybe it's more (laughs) modern and realistic um speaking of modern the game did not look very modern it looked pretty dated I honestly did not even pay attention to that part because I was like, fuck you, I hate you <laughs> the whole time. Uh, it, like, I feel like the biggest things are a lot of the textures, like the road and stuff itself mm. look pretty muddy at times. Totally. Like, I can't even tell you if the stuff on the side of the road was gravel or not. <laughs> it was just um, And at times as well, it looked like the, like, it kind of seemed like the bikes, the bikes and stuff looked okay. 
but it didn't didn't seem like they were like legitimately on the road. Like at, at points, it kind of looked they were just like they were hovering above it slightly, mm-hmm. and that definitely took me out of it. Also, I sucked at the game, and that took me out of it more. <laughs> but um, uh, one thing I did think was really cool is that like. And then it kind of quickly faded. But the presentation at the start, I thought was really neat, where when you load into a level, it kind of like almost presents it like a like a race you're watching on television. Like you see kind of cuts of the city and stuff that you're in and there's kind of music oh, yeah, like and that. stuff. And and then like it seems like there's going to be commentary, like there's commentators that are talking about this race beginning and blah, blah, mm-hmm. blah. And I'm like, oh, they're actually going to like I don't think I've experienced a racing game that has commentary while you're racing about what is actually occurring. And I thought that was going to happen. And then as soon as the race starts, it's silent. Like, is there even music? I feel like there was not even music. Yeah. I wonder if the commentary continues on when you're like going into your next race in the career mode. Mm. Like, I wonder if it's between races kind of, because I don't see how they could have commentary for something that's happening organically. Although they do WWE WWE. games. Yeah. Yeah. Something. Sometimes it's terrible. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> it's like this superstar is really giving it his all. Well, but I mean, they could be like, oh, she crashed again every time <laughs> it crashes, right? Like, that would get know. old fast. It would. Yeah. I would not want to listen to that. <laughs> but I could see it saying so. I won't ever know because I never got past one race. Like every single time it said race over before I hit the finish line. What? Yeah. That can happen? Yeah. How how bad were you? Really bad. Like, I thought I was really bad. Oh, no, I was really bad. I even went in and I, like, somehow figured out how to make the AI dumber so that they sucked more. Um, and then when I did that and when I learned to just tap the accelerator button and when I rewinded every single time I crashed... Oh, then I just I went, almost yeah. came in last instead of after the race was already over. So you almost did you finish any race? I mean, I I always finished three laps, but it always said race over before I got oh, through I don't my remember. three laps. I don't think I ever saw. This. But then it keeps letting you go. Yeah. Wow. So there's like a maximum time, and you were over that or something. I don't know. How do you make that choice? Like, is it just that? There's nobody left to race because they already all they passed the finish line. <laughs> like, I don't know. Uh, but it was really frustrating because I swear, I mean, maybe I'm hyperbolizing, but probably not by much. It probably took me an hour to play one one race. You're kidding. Because I, like, the last one I did, the last session, I was like, I don't want to suck so much at this. But then in order to not be totally dead last and racing totally by myself right from the get-go every time i crashed i would just rewind before that crash and i was trying to learn how to be better but i also wanted to like feel like i was racing and still having people around me so every time i crashed i would like rewind and so with all the rewinding it took so long to get through one race and by like the third lap i was like yeah my god i'm just gonna drive by myself i'm just gonna play disneyland adventures i was so i literally makes me wish for disneyland adventure because at least i could succeed there was (laughs) one of the things i wrote down um did you play with the photo mode at all no no no, it's i don't know why you would because the game's not very pretty Um, I, a couple of times during a crash, I would pause it and go into the photo mode to see if I could come up with like a cool shot or a cool angle or something like that. But the game looks so dated that it just looks weird because Mm -hmm. I feel like the presentation is best when it's at the angle that it's 
meant to be at. And when as soon as you go outside of that, it's like, oh, what? This, the bike legitimately is floating off the ground. <laughs> um, and like there's this, it seemed like there's this kind of weird tether where of like you can only kind of move the camera a certain distance away from the person, but then if the bike isn't in that same way, it just like looks weird. Um, so that wasn't very fun either. But how did the puddles look? I didn't see any puddles. Oh, that, was that was a, a Spider Man reference. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah, it it has split screen, which we didn't play because I was before we started playing. I was so excited to do the co op version because I like. Like, you know, when you get to be competitive against each other in person. And then as soon as I started playing, I was like, I no, no. Especially because we can't tell each other about it. Yeah, and there's yeah. no way you would have not known how much I hated this game as soon as we started playing it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, that makes sense. Um, Is it bad that we just hate it because we ain't it? Like, No, I mean, I feel like we're talking about the game it's supposed pa- to be fun well and we're like we're talking about game pass as a service and we're trying to find potentially hidden gems and this is not one of them yeah you know i mean i still love game you pass. gotta go through the rough before you find the diamonds and uh this was a rough this was pretty rough <laughs> um <laughs> do you have anything else to say about this game mm, it made me feel like a spoil sport because i'm whiny and i don't like it because i'm bad at it <laughs> Let's go back to playing Disneyland Adventures. You said that already. Yeah, but like right now, oh. let's never play this game again. Okay. What's our rating system? <laughs> I mean, would you recommend it or is it a must play or a skip? I feel like is this piece even necessary? <laughs> oh, no, this piece is. Yeah. Dead. We got to have something where we're like, okay, bang, bang, bang. These are our choices. And I just can't remember it right now. Isn't there three? Well, it's like play or skip or it's a must play. Oh, okay. I would say skip. 100% I mean, skip it. I would say play it if and you want. And never play it again. If you want to rip your hair out of your head, frustration. If you want a new TV, this is like you could throw your controller at the TV because you're so mad and then you get to buy a new TV. Um, Please don't do that. I'm going to go play right now. Please no. Um, but other than that, I would like... There's so many good games on Game Pass, and this is uh, if you love Moto. I just feel like if you if you love MotoGP and you're listening to a podcast like this or playing video games at all, you probably played this game two years ago. Or maybe you don't play video games that often, and you are riding a motorbike right now while listening to this podcast, and this is the fucking game for you. You are the niche in that market that they are looking for. Go play it. <laughs> Well, you really so I'm going to I'm going to I'm going to start playing. Well, no, you have to get a motorbike and get okay, really good at motorbikes and then you can play it. I feel like a motorbike would be cool. It would, but also scary. I drive like a tiny car with no safety features I know, that's, in it. I mean, I am not allowed to drive it cuz you're scared that I'll die, so fair. Yeah. Uh I, maybe I'll get a motorbike. You can keep driving the tiny car and I'll get a motorbike. Okay. Uh let's move Should we move on from this I think game? we can move on. So Oh, God, please. I'm just, I'm hoping. I'm hoping hoping for something that is not sucky to play. (laughs) Something that I can physically play. Selecting a game. uh, It's always totally random. I essentially put every single game that's available on Game Pass into a randomizer app. We just kind of shake the phone and the app spits out a new game to play. Uh, That's the game we'll be playing for the next episode. Um, Do you want to do the honors again? Heck yes. Yeah, here you go. 
what remains of Edith Finch. So that's actually really interesting. So what remains of Edith Finch. I've actually played before. So have you. Um, It came out a couple of years ago. I think it was a PS4 exclusive to start, but came out on Xbox One just last year and is like one of the newest Game Pass editions. Actually, I think it just came out on Game Pass kind of a few days ago, even. Um, It's it's like a would be considered like a walking simulator. So I think it's actually a pretty perfect fit for something like Game Pass because it's like it's only a few hours long. Um, it's an experience that I think a lot of people would look over, but I it it I mean we'll talk about it next week. That's I mean that's it. I don't think we have much else to say. Um, so thank you, thank you, thank you so much for joining us uh, on this episode of Xbox Game Passengers. I hope you enjoyed the show more than we enjoyed uh, MotoGP 2017. <laughs> uh, if you do like what you've heard, obviously we're just getting started. Uh, obviously we're still figuring out formula. But if you like what you heard, it would mean a lot to us. If you hit subscribe uh, in whatever podcast app you're using to listen to the show, uh, you can also leave us a review on iTunes uh, and share the show with your friends if you think we're worth it. All of that would mean a lot. Uh, iTunes reviews help a lot in terms of just getting getting uh, getting us out there. Um, yeah, and if there's something that you don't like or something that you'd like more of, uh, I'd love to hear any feedback. Uh, you can reach me at Derek at Geekscape.net. Uh, and I'm also at D Cranavelt on Twitter if you don't like to email people. Um, but yeah, with that, I think we should uh, close this out. Okay, sounds good. Cool. And join us next time for What Remains of Edith Finch. Bye. Bye. You're listening to the Geekscape Network. You're listening to the Geekscape Network.